Today's celebrated conference is all about the added-on continuation of the uses of sympathomimetic agents and their applications in heart failure, nasal congestion, sleep disorders, few lines about ocular uses, about the respiratory uses and also in attention deficit hyperkinetic disorder that is abbreviated as capital ADHD. So let's get started. There's no point in waiting or even thinking. Welcome all to Is Pharmacology Difficult podcast. I'm your host Dr. Radhika Vijay, ABBS MD Pharmacology and this is the audio hub to get the best simplified basic tips, strategies, methods and lots of ideas to learn better, understand better and make your concepts crystal clear. If you really find and if there's a question hovering in your mind, is pharmacology difficult? Lend me your ears for a while and let in the magic of knowledge. First and foremost, let's get to know the use of sympathomimetic drugs for the congestive heart failure, that is abbreviated as CHF. Now, it's the uttermost and the foremost need in the congestive heart failure to maintain the proper heart work or alternatively you can call it as heart function by the stimulation of beta receptors and this stimulation of beta receptors actually it wonderfully works up the compensation mechanism drugs like beta 1 selective agents dobutamine they work wonders in acute decompensated heart failure while there are different drugs for the chronic states. Let's jump over to our next application, the states of nasal stuffiness. In the conditions of nasal congestion or stuffiness, the drug of choice belongs to the group of alpha-adrenergic receptor agonists. Now, alpha-1 receptors of the vessels of nasal tissues, they are activated and this activation leads to the diminution of the nasal mucosa. It relieves the airflow block. Now these drugs they are administered either via the oral route or the topical route. But it's a good idea to have the knowledge of few points which limit the excessive use of these drugs like decreased progressive effect of the drugs. Second important limitation would be rebound hyperemic states and last but not the least chronic deleterious damage to the nasal structure and the mucosa but what you have to keep in mind and what is of great importance and knowledge is that selective alpha 1 agonists they cause less harm in all the states if they are used some relative and absolute no-no states involve first already found pathologies of hypertension second pathologies like prostatic hyperplasia and last but not the least consequent use of monoamine oxidase inhibitors they are a big contraindication oral drugs they may be excessively used and they lead to systemic harm too. They are not suitable for especially patients of hypertension and angina. 
Beta agonist drugs they find life-saving use in respiratory disorders like asthma and chronic obstructive pulmonary disorders abbreviated as capital COPD. Let's know other applications. A great use of sympathomimetic agents is to combat the hypersensitive states like food allergies, drug allergies. Epinephrine is injected subcutaneous for this particular cause. To ensure the quick results, intravenous injections of, of epinephrine they are also preferred. Now, epinephrine is the first choice, while glucocorticoids and antihistaminic drugs they follow. Especially, I know you remember the anaphylactic states. Now, sympathomimetics they are optimally useful in eye disorders and diseases. The details they are to be left for future conferences. Next, let's talk about their use in the weight management. You guessed the right drug amphetamines and its relatives all in all these drugs they suppress the appetite and similar effect is also seen with methamphetamine dextroamphetamine lis dexamphetamine phentermine diethylpropion mazendol and sibutramine some great therapeutic effects to curb down obesity and diabetic weight gain have been promisingly exhibited by beta-3 selective agonists, as it is reported via the animal research studies. While Marabegron is reportedly useful in human, hence future holds great opportunity for the uses of beta-3 agonistic drugs for the obesity treatment. Now to understand the use of sympathomimetic agents in the sleep disorders, it would be a good approach to comprehend the mechanism or the sleep pattern cycle first. Narcolepsy is a state of excessive sleepiness. The major cause of this particular state is the destruction or the deficiency of hypocretin. Now, one good gracious concept to comprehend at this particular point of learning is that wakefulness is promoted via the routes of monoamines in the central nervous system. And what do you infer from this particular statement? Well, CNS stimulant drugs working via this route, they may help to resolve the problem. Let's come over to the drugs. Modafinil, categorized as Schedule 4 drug, is thoroughly used for narcolepsy cure. Other agents, they are R-modafinil, methylphenidate, and amphetamines. Now, let's talk about R-modafinil. R-modafinil is very useful in the treatment of obstructive sleep apnea, and it's very useful in the shift workers also. Another drug to talk about is FDA-approved sodium oxybate drug, which is used to cure the narcolepsy. It carries FDA-boxed warning related to the CNS depression, and it has to be used with utmost care and supervision. Lastly, it would be a nice decision to have a detailed discussion about the attention deficit hyperkinetic disorder states. Now. Attention Deficit Hyperkinetic Disorder, abbreviated as capital ADHD, 
It's the mark of the kids' age group when suddenly parents find out that their kids have excessive motor activity and difficulty to concentrate or to exhibit constant attention to certain tasks and chores and their kids are so very impulsive. Well, the challenges faced by such kids, they are 24-7 times, whether they be at school or at home, or maintain their relationships. Their low grades in their studies define their impaired mental abilities, and such defects grow with the age. Therapies advise they are initially behavioral amendments and procedures. They are quite useful up to a level. Attention deficit can be combated by sympathomimetic agents. The drug therapy involves the use of agents like dextroamphetamine. Amphetamine. Another drug important one is methylphenidate. It is quite effective and common agent used for the cure. The sustained release or SR preparations, they have advantages of once daily dosing. Other dosage forms, they are single dose of Listex amphetamine and transdermal patches of methylphenidate, especially during the daytime. We should know something about the side effects. Trivial adverse effects, they can be surpassed by dose adjustments, while major adverse effects for concern, they are insomnia, abdominal pain, anorexia and weight loss. Other helpful agents? which can be listed in this particular pathology which are useful they are sustained release preparations of guanfacine that is alpha 2 adrenergic agonist clonidine is also helpful up to certain levels and other groups of drugs which are useful and sometimes used they are antidepressants and antipsychotic agents to end this wonderful discussion about the use of sympathomimetic agents and to return back with a bang i would just like to say back with a bang all the way through the jumbled strands carrying not the rains and the suns choice of noise can be explained with tassy turns you gotta have faith faith. well that was in spanish for all the updates and latest episodes of my podcast, please visit www.spharmacologydifficult.com where you can also sign up for a free monthly e-newsletter of mine. It actually contains a lot of updates about medical sciences, drug information updates, and my podcast updates also. You can follow me on different social media handles like Twitter, Insta, Facebook, and LinkedIn. They all are with the same name. It's Pharmacology Difficult. If you're listening for the first time, do subscribe and follow whatever platform you are consuming this episode. Stay tuned. Do read and review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Stay safe, stay happy, stay enlightened. Thank you.